happy, happy Wednesday. Welcome back, you guys. Welcome to class. Whether it is Wednesday, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, whatever day you are listening, I am so happy you are here. My beautiful little dancing unicorns. I am so excited for what we're going to get into today. This is a topic that I've been asked about so many times in my DMs, and I was like, hold up, wait a minute let me put a little boogie in it. We got to make this into a podcast episode because everyone always asks me about signs and angels and things that they are seeing and feeling and experiencing. So that's going to be the theme of the episode today. And I'm going to do a little bit of like a live reading and just get some information going. I always set the intention before to just allow in a steady stream of consciousness, but I may open the Akashic Records to the end too. I don't share my opening prayer on here, but I will share a little bit of a knowledge, maybe a unicorn reading. Who knows? Let's just see where the wind takes us. But before we get into it, I wanted to say last week I did my giveaway winner reading with Miss Ayla and we chose her and actually I have a team member pick all of the winners so that I am completely unbiased. So it's fair. And um, Jo Marie picked her out and I just wanted to say thank you guys so much for all of the beautiful reviews and the support. I'm going to be doing this every couple of months. Okay. So we're just going to keep going on the giveaway winners. I know there are a ton of you guys who are interested in doing a reading and maybe it's not in the budget at the moment or there hasn't been availability, but I'm going to make sure to read all of your beautiful comments and keep doing these giveaway readings. And it was just really, really fun to, it's always so fun to connect with you guys in such an intimate way. And yeah, it was just a really fun reading. And I also had one other review that just came up. It was my 777th, 777 review. I was so excited to see that, but I wanted to read it for you guys because this is very important. And I say it on every episode. If I can do it, if this person leaving the review can do it, if anybody who leaves any type of review or positive feedback in the community on my review pages, it is available to you. It is, you can do it too, is what I'm trying to say. Like this is such an expansive comment for all of you guys to listen and to hear. So tune in to this message because it is also very, very kind. So I want to go go ahead and say, thank you. The name was Scutchy Marn. Anna Grace is one beyond her 30, wise beyond her 30 years. Thank you so much. Radical transformation happens through the lens of observation. She put that in quotes and said, yes, I love that quote too. While I'm technically old enough to be her mom, Anna Grace has taught me so much. I recently radically transformed my life. Mind, retired from corporate America. Body, lost 50 pounds and manifested my dream body. (laughs) Snaps. Yes, queen. And soul, found my purpose at 48 years old. I'm literally, yes, fist pumping. This is the way, full stop. I am walking proof. AG's content has been a consistent tool in my toolkit, and I'm so grateful she exists. She's truly been a guiding light, and I can't wait to see what else she does. First of all, hell yes. (laughs) Let's go. All of that. But also, you guys, like, this is the thing. If you, you know, you come to class, you do the work, you do all the things, this shit, it, it works. It works and you will see changes in your life, especially if you can just apply that radical transformation happens through the lens of observation. I will be preaching that to you guys and teaching it 
just till I'm blue in the face. And I want you to know that there are so many different ways that can be applied in your life. And maybe I'll just, I'll keep saying it. So you guys will keep trying and keep working on yourself and it gets easier. Okay. It really does. Like you start picking up this forward momentum and all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, I lost 50 pounds. Like, yes. So to my queen who left that review, I love you. And I'm so proud of you. And I wanted to share that with our community because I want everyone to know that every possible reality is available to you. And I believe in you so, so much. And I encourage you guys to continue to send in any messages of success because I love to share them with our AG university as a collective, because it just makes it so much more tangible and real in our experience. And that's all it takes. You know, I always say it's just like the, the four minute mile, you know, we thought it was impossible to run a mile under four minutes. And then the moment one person ran the mile under four minutes, everyone was running a mile under four minutes. It's the exact same thing. It's like our brain sees this happening and it brings it into our reality. And we're like, oh my gosh, I can do this too. So this is your message today. You can do it. Whatever it is, no matter how big or small or whatever it is that you were dreaming, it is possible. And it has been put on your heart for a reason. Okay. So I am rooting for you and I am sending you all of the love from Florida to your ear holes today. So let's get into numbers. <laughs> I am obsessed with numbers. And here's the thing. I was not a math girly. Okay. I'm not like a math brain person, like pulls out my calculator every time I need to leave a tip. <laughs> like, Not that I am savvy when it comes to mathematical equation. However, there is a lot of information around numbers that exist in the spirituality realm. And I think it is fascinating and it really rings true to me. There is, so at the beginning of the year, you guys remember I shared a book that is all about life path numbers and numerology. And that to me, my life path number rang really true to me. I'm a life path number nine. I will include a link in the show notes. If you guys are interested in checking out your life path number, if you're like, I have no idea what that is. It's kind of like an Enneagram, except it calculates your number, your life path number based off of exactly when you were born. So for all types of numerology, which is the study of numbers, but it takes a little bit of like a spiritual lens with life path number. And then for the longest time I was obsessed with doing house numerology. I may have mentioned on the podcast before at this point, I can't even remember because I tell people all kinds of random stories all the time, but when I was living in my Nashville home, so this is how it works. Your numerology for your life path is taking your birthday. So my birthday is 7-7-1993 and you add up all of those numbers and reduce them down to like a one through nine number. So I'm a nine. So my house number, I'll do it for you guys. House numerology in Nashville was 201. So that was my address was 201 and then the street name. So you add those numbers up. So two plus one equals three. So my house number numerology of the, the frequency, the vibration of the number of the house that I was living in was a three. So three carries the energy of creativity and fun and play. And that was exactly the house that I was living in for like all of my singlehood, most like playful going out energy. And it resonated so true. It's like a very like sunny, positive, creative, playful, kind of spontaneous number. Then we moved to, let's see, the house number was 70, was it, oh, 709. That's right. So then I moved to Clarksville and the house number was 709 Bannister Street. So that was what we lived on. So 
when you add up seven plus nine, that gives you 16. And then you reduce them down again. So six plus one equals five. I know it sounds like a lot of math, but just bear with me. So it was, it was a five house. And that was all of this like energy of actually even to the house that I lived in. If you flipped the name around backwards, it literally meant like sanctuary, like the numbers and the meanings of like the street names. It's just really interesting. It, it's not, it does not mean you should base where you live off of it. I just thought it was interesting, like kind of looking back in hindsight that the house was such a like sanctuary, even like the house name meant that. And then we moved to a house that was our, our, third house in Florida was a 701. So that equals eight. So it was a house numerology eight, which meant like power and being seen. And that was the house that my podcast went number one on Apple, all my videos when I was kind of doing this, like coming out of the old spiritual closet, they were all going viral. So it was just like very interesting. It was like a really a, num- a house number of success and stepping into like new purpose. And then Austin, so I started telling Austin this and he was like, huh, it's kind of interesting. Like they all have really like lined up. I was like, I just love doing house numerology. I think it's so interesting. And he's like, okay, we'll do my parents. And his parents were living next door to our old house. And I did their house numerology and it was four, which is like the number of like stability, structure, family. Like they're, they've been in that house forever. Like it's like, they are like so stable and like, that's just like fit them so well. He was like, wait, this is kind of crazy. So, um, it's a fun tool to have in your toolbox. It's just like anything. It's just interesting. And so we started getting into numbers there. So I want to tell you guys about numerology because I think it's just interesting. And um, it kind of gives you a little bit of an insight as to how numbers carry a certain energy as everything on this planet, you guys, everything on the planet is energy. So it makes sense that angel numbers catch our attention and they do hold significant value and meaning. So I want to, I'll kind of read you. I opened the Akashic records before this and just took a couple of notes as to like, what are angel numbers and why do they get our attention and all the things. So essentially angel numbers have been around. They were showing me it's something that's been around forever and was created a long time ago. And the reason that numbers are something that can angels communicate with us through is because if you think about numbers, what they're most attached to is time, right? So we see like 11, 11 on the clock or money, right? Those are the first things that we kind of come up with. So it's like almost I was being shown like, these are why these numbers come through and repeating numbers because time, your time and money are the most you know, important things to us as human beings. Now I'm not saying that's the correct way to live. I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't be so fixated on time or money, but they were like, you know what? They be checking in on their time and their money. So this is a good way for us to connect with them, which I thought was really interesting because then from there, obviously, as we evolved into society, you know, now we can see numbers on license plates and all kinds of places. You can see them anywhere. But if you think about it at, at the core, I liked how it was being shown time and money because they were like, when you see repeating numbers, it gets your attention. And these are places that you guys, you know, as humans place high value on time and money. And so when something's repeating, it catches the eye because you're like, wow, what are the odds? This is three through three. It's like, huh, that's interesting. So you start taking notice of the frequency of, you know, a pattern. So from there, the next part that I was seeing, I was just kind of journaling a little bit before I hopped on the mic was the moment when you see the number or whatever you're seeing. Cause that's what everyone's always saying. Like I'm seeing these numbers. What does this mean? 
the moment in which you are seeing this number or this sign is divine timing and it's powerful and it's on purpose. So specifically around the timing of when you're seeing it. And so I always like to tell people, and I'm going to kind of break, break down a couple of different angel numbers and you know, how things show up for us. But whenever we are seeing a sign come through, it's the best time for us to listen to exactly what our initial response is and our thought process or stop and look at our surroundings around us. So take notice of exactly what's going on in those moments because it could be a hundred percent. Like maybe you're thinking about, I remember when I was in the process of, you know, moving to Florida and picking up my life and doing all the things. And I kept seeing two to two, like every time I was thinking about it and I knew I was like, this is the, this is the right move for me. Like I keep seeing two, 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 the energy of two means like you're exactly where you're meant to be. And it's really related to like physical location. So I was like, okay, I'm trusting it. I'm trusting it. Obviously now I a hundred percent know that moving to Florida was exactly what I needed to do, but it was nice in those moments, but it was like when I was thinking about it or when it was like really heavy on my brain or my heart, I'm seeing these signs. And I know in those moments where I'm thinking or even worrying, I know these signs are confirmation that it's like, okay, two, two, two for me. I know it means like you're exactly where you're meant to be. So that's why I always want you to first focus on what am I doing at the time? Where am I? Start taking notes of your surroundings. And then from there, like even it can kind of be fun if you, I'm just shooting this on the fly. If you kept a note in your phone and start to create like a little pattern of, okay, today I was in the parking garage and I saw two to two on a car and I was walking to a meeting with someone who I feel is in alignment with the best version of me. Okay. So maybe it could be like, you're hiring someone new or you're going to get coffee with a new friend. So start keeping little notes and maybe call it like your angel number notes or angel signs, right? Start keeping track of, okay, I saw this person when I, or I saw this number when I was going to meet this person you know, I saw this number when I was doing this and you'll start to see a distinct pattern of when these numbers are showing up for you. So that's the first thing, because the purpose of angel numbers and signs, let's just break this down. There are so many angels and light beings and loved ones and ancestors who were always sending us signs all of the time. And it's really cool. Once you start to tune in and listen to those signs, you know, you're like, okay, I am supported. I am guided. I am, you know, someone is watching over me. Like that is at its foundation, like absolutely happening. So the purpose is to one, know that you are guided and supported always. Absolutely. But next we're going to take it a step further and start to create our own language and decipher these messages because as much as I'm like, I love when you guys send me these messages and these wink to the universe. Absolutely. Y'all always kind of already know. You're like, I saw this sign. I had someone send me this message last week. She's like, I saw two snakes today, one on my walk and one in my backyard. And she was like sending me the funniest messages. And I love to hear them, but she was, I don't know if she was almost asking me, but in a way, like what I thought about it, but in a way she was like, I feel like there's someone in my life that is maybe a snake or not in alignment with me. And that was her immediate feeling. And I just wanted to validate for her. I'm like, yes, like I don't know your situation because that sign really wasn't sent to me. It was sent to you. And so it has meaning to you. So in those moments where you're like, I think this is meaning blah, blah, blah. 
it does. Like, you know how to, how to decipher the sign. And if you're feeling like, okay, maybe I need a little bit more validation. That's what I'm saying. Like, let's create these codes. Let's break it down and start to track when we see. So pull up your angel note number, create a timeline of like, I saw an angel number and this is what I was doing. And this is how it was feeling. And then from there you can go, okay, so I am going to speak out loud to my angels, to my loved ones, to whoever's watching over me and be like, you know, first of you want confirmation. Like if I am really getting a sign that I am guided and that my angel numbers and that you're real, you know, show me a sign. You can start there. Maybe you're, maybe you're skeptical. I don't know. You can start there and like ask for a very specific sign and it can be numbers. If you're like, I feel like I'm going to be looking too closely for numbers. You can always ask for something else really fun too. I had a friend the other day. She was like, I look, I watch the clock too closely for numbers. So I asked my guides to send me a red balloon, letting me know that this person was in alignment with me. I don't want to reveal her name because I don't know if she wants me sharing that story. But so, and then she was like on the way to the meeting, I was on a walk and I saw a red balloon. She's like, that's not something you would typically see. So that's like how you can kind of start to play with like trusting the signs that you're getting. Like, I want to see something. I want to know what's going on. Like communicate out loud. From there, I started to know, like for myself, I created this own language. I'm going to share my languaging with you, but I want you guys to know that I think you should take notice of what you're doing in those moments, how you feel and keep a little, like little note on your phone or a little journal entry, even just for a week or two. And you'll start to see patterns and correlations of like, okay, every time I'm doing this, I'm seeing this number. Every time I'm kind of doing this, I'm getting the green light. I'm getting a wink. And not to mention, it doesn't always mean like, I, I think angel numbers are always positive encouragement. Randomly people will be like, I've heard angel numbers are controversial. I'm like, huh? I don't even, I don't know. I don't know if maybe that's from like a religious perspective. I don't know. I personally just believe angels are an extension of God of source of love. So I really genuinely to my core, always believe angel numbers are positive messages of encouragement. However, I think that you need to use your discernment when you're seeing one. They can sometimes mean green light, like what you're doing here is awesome. Or they can also mean a red light, meaning like, hmm, if I'm thinking about this thing and I'm needing to see a sign, like maybe I shouldn't be going on a date with this person, but I'm ignoring my intuition and I start seeing all these angel numbers around it. That's when you need to speak out loud and be like, okay, send me this number, send me this sign if this is not meant to be. I had a friend also tell me once that I loved this. Anytime she was on a date with someone, like when she was dating, now she's, you know, found her person. But anytime she was dating, she would always set up kind of this universal language with God and be like, okay, God, if this person is meant for me or not meant for me, you could pick whichever one you wanted, send me this sign or show me this sign either before the date, on the way to the date, during the date, just so I know. And I thought that was really cool. I've also heard people doing, I'm just kind of telling you guys all the like fun things that I've heard. I've heard people give the universe or give God, their angels, whoever, a passcode so that they know when they've met the right person this person, essentially God will tell this person what the passcode is. And so it'll be like a saying or a phrase or a song or something that's meaningful for them. And then like, you know, I always hear these stories of how some, their partner like randomly brings this up in conversation, like three months later. And they're like, what? Like you said the thing, you said the passcode. (laughs) However, 
you just have to go about this very playfully because you don't want to hang all of your, you never know when you're going to get a sign. It could be a year from now. You never like, I haven't gotten the sign. Oh my gosh, is that the right person? Is the wrong person? It's like, no, no, no. These are just fun little tools that you can have in your pocket and just tuck away, play with on a rainy day. You can start really small and some things that aren't so like crucial. Like you don't need to be like, do I need to marry this person? Send me a sign tomorrow. It's like, don't put that much pressure on it. (laughs) Be playful. But for me, I'll give you guys mine. Lately, I've been seeing a lot of like one, two, three, four. So I don't think it always has to be a repeating number. I think that sometimes it can be numbers that are like just that carry meaning to you. I know I have another friend that always um, sees like, um, I think it's like 901 or a random series of numbers. And so if that resonates to you and you notice it, whatever you start taking notice of and you see it like two or three times, that's when I start to know because like my angel number will change. Like lately it's been one, two, three, four. I've been seeing one, two, three, four a lot. I like this morning I went and got a massage and when I checked out, my total was $123, like one, two, three. And I just knew I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I'm like listening to my body and taking care of myself. Like I just knew it was in alignment. Like that's how I always see it. It's definitely a message of alignment when I'm doing the things that my highest self is like, yay, I'm cheering you on. Your angels are sending you these little nudges and these, you know, little winks along the way. However, I know that if I'm seeing two, 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 I always talk about that. That's like, that pertains for me to like a physical location. Like I'm exactly where I'm meant to be, wherever I am at in those moments. Um, one, one, one to me pertains to my soul's purpose. So I know that that is an energy of alignment with my soul's purpose. However, like I said, you can create your own language. You don't have to use these exact same, same numbers for me, but I do think on some level numbers carry a vibration or a frequency. So three for me is always when I'm supported creatively. Three is a very playful, creative number. And so I know whatever I'm thinking about, or, you know, if I'm thinking about painting or drawing and then I check out somewhere and it's like $33 or, and I'm like, okay, yes, this is, this is, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm doing the things that I am in alignment with. Four for me is always meaning that I am protected by my angels and my guides, by God, whatever you believe, I know in those moments I am protected and I am supported. So, uh, for example, I had a time where like I had a lot of videos going viral and I was getting a lot of like hate messages and I was just seeing four, four, four everywhere. And I knew like, you know what, Anna Grace, it's okay. I know my heart. I know my intentions and I know where I stand and I know that I have good intentions and I'm here to help people. I'm just going to like, let it all go and trust that I'm guided and supported. And like, that just made me feel so calm and less anxious knowing that I'm like, okay, fours are like my angel team. They're like, we got you. Like, this is all going to be okay. It's all going to work out. It's all happening for a reason. That's how I always take it. Five for me is always meaning the number around change. So, you know, maybe I'm in the middle of change. There's change coming. And so seeing multiples of five, that always means like there is positive change or positive momentum that's coming into my life soon. Number six. Okay. I remember one time I was in Sedona and I checked out at a crystal store and it was like $66 and 66 cents. And I was like, hold up. I don't know how I feel about that. (laughs) Should I add on something? You you guys got like a little stick of gum back there or something. And I remember when I was checking out, the lady was like, no, that's actually kind of a myth. Like I know people say like six is like the devil's number or something. I actually don't believe that anymore. Um, I, she was telling me that the number of six actually means that, well, six in itself 
is a number around um, health or destiny, but multiple sixes, so three sixes, six, 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 just me might mean there's an imbalance in our life. And so for us to just look and, you know, see whatever we're doing in those moments and allow ourselves to accept God's plan of transformation into our life, which I, I liked that perspective. I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. Um, like I said, everything, I think there's just a lot of fear-based information out there around like, oh, 666. And it's not all bad. So if you're seeing sixes, it's okay. They're, you're not like going to be taken by the devil. <laughs> um, 777 is obviously luck. That is just kind of a universal across the board. You guys know I was born on July 7th. I'm an Enneagram 7. 7 is my number. And I really do believe that anytime I'm seeing sevens, I'm just like, I am in this energy of like lucky girl syndrome, lucky girl energy very much so abundance and prosperity that's connected to money to me. Like I'm like, I know abundance is flowing to me. I allow money to flow to me in new and exciting ways. Like I take those moments to say things like that out loud whenever I'm seeing a sign. Like I'm like, okay, I'm going to say an affirmation that is kind of connected to 777, right? Like I accept and I allow money to flow to me endlessly and effortlessly in new and exciting ways or for fours. So I know I'm protected, right? That's when I know my angels team is close. I'll say like, thank you so much for watching over me. Like remember our emotions and our gratitude and generosity and kindness is like, it's like food or medicine for our little angels. They just like love it. They're like, we like feed off of that positive emotion. It kind of fuels their mission to work with us. So it's so important to tap in and to recognize them and to just give them love. And, you know, same thing, give, give all the things in the world to the universe, to God. It's so important to just put that energy out there and to just give thanks to everything, give thanks for everything that's going on in our life. So those are just some examples of like when I see angel numbers, kind of how I react. Like I always like to give like a little thanks or a blessing because I've gotten to a place now where I feel like I really understand them pretty easily because I've kind of had this languaging that I've created. But remember, you might be in the early phases of creating your own language and it's meant to be created and it's meant to be unique to you. I always want to share mine so that you guys have kind of a baseline for how I'm feeling. But I know a lot of people ask like, I'm seeing signs. Is this coming from a loved one? And I just want to go ahead and say, yes, if you feel like this sign might be coming from a loved one who passed away, or this sign might be coming, meaning this. I just want to validate your feeling. Yes. The veil between the spirit realm is so close. Like we are so connected. Just think about it. Literally energy is neither created nor destroyed. So when we die, we don't just lay in the dirt. Okay. We are energy and you cannot destroy energy. It's going to continue to evolve and go on and take different shapes and planes and all the things. I, mean, I absolutely believe in past lives and continuing on, but if that's not in your belief system, that's okay. Because here's the thing, energy is neither created nor destroyed. It's ongoing. So if you believe, you know, there is a loved one up in heaven that is trying to connect with you. Yes, absolutely. They are trying to connect with you because they don't ever really go away. No one is ever going away. No one is ever fully leaving you. They are absolutely sending you signs. And the signs are always like, hey, I'm okay. Don't worry about me. You know, I love you. Have so much fun down there. I'm, I'm watching over you and I'm here if you need me. Like that is just such a like, overarching theme of a lot of the messages that ever, you know, if I ever see them or interpret them for other people, it's just very much so like, Hey, just letting you know, I love you. I'm watching over you and I'm okay. 
And if you are feeling these signs from someone, like talk to them out loud. I tell people that all the time. I'm like, if you're driving, talk to a loved one out loud. They can hear you. They absolutely can. And then they will send you messages based off of whatever you're requesting of them. Like they'll make it happen. Our angels and loved ones, they will make it happen. So if you're seeing angel numbers, I just want to validate your experience because it's not silly. It is. It's a way, just as I was saying, like our time and our energy and and money, like these ways that this is why angel numbers and that system was kind of created because we as humans, we, we put a lot of value in numbers. And sometimes that's a good thing. Sometimes that's a bad thing. You know, numbers of followers, numbers of likes, like we do put a lot of value on numbers, but it is a way that is directly connected to the spirituality realm and ways that we can communicate. So to validate, yes, I always love to see an angel number. It makes me so happy. Even when I was looking this up, this is actually a cool story. I just typed in my browser, the, I was trying to look up the old, my Clarksville house number. I couldn't even remember. I've moved like so many times. I can't remember any of my addresses. I can't even remember my address now. (laughs) Someone will ask me and I'm like, what house do I live in? Where am I? So I went to go look it up and look up the meaning because I couldn't quite remember what number it was. And I remembered like spelling the street name backwards. I had a, one of my guy friends was really into flipping words around backwards and like seeing what the spiritual meaning of it was. <laughs> and so I did it during that time. And that's when I saw that it had this like meaning of um, like quiet of monastery. And that was when I was living in Clarksville and I had that like meadow. I don't know if you guys have been following me since then, but I had this like beautiful big backyard. There was like this Tennessee meadow, tall grass, bunny rabbits. Like it was so wild. It was, it was so peaceful. It was kind of like a newly developed area. So there weren't a lot of people living out there, but just now I went to go look up the numerology. And so I typed in like house numerology because I was trying to find this article because I was going to read it to you guys. And as soon as I pulled it up, it was like, you last visited this page on February 22nd, 2022, two, 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 You guys, that was the day that Austin and I signed our lease to move in together. And I said, in that physical location to February 22nd, 2022. And I said, you know, if, if this is the right move and I didn't even mean Clarksville, I just meant like, you know, am I ready to live with another thing? I had never lived with a boy before ever. I was like, is this the right move? This is, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And we got our contract to move in, signed, sealed, delivered on two, 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 2022. So I was like, wait, that is so crazy. (laughs) So you see how it is really fun to have this languaging and it's so fun and empowering and exciting when you get these really big things like moving in with Austin and living with a significant other and having a contract come through. And I remember too, the contract was, it had been delayed like several days. Like there was a lot of back and forth, a lot of things. And then for it to finally land, I was like, oh, this is why there was all this back and forth. My angels were just like, you know, they were slowing things down. They were speeding things up. They needed me to get this contract on to, 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 so that I knew I was exactly where I meant to be. And even though we didn't stay in Clarksville long, I knew that being with Austin was exactly where I was meant to be. So That's just a fun little story that honestly I had forgotten if I hadn't pulled up my web browser because it said like you last search house numerology on this day and it showed me the date, which I'm like, of course I was searching house numerology. I'm just, I think, I think all of these tools are so fun whenever I share certain things like life path number. And you know, there's always people on TikTok. They're like, this is so dumb. You would rewrite your life for this, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, the point is not to rewrite your life. The point is to just like 
feel the joy and excitement that you are supported and the universe is sending you messages and rooting for you. That's truly how I feel about any modality, especially with numbers. But I just want to validate your experience that whatever you're experiencing in the moment, when you see a sign, that is your truth and you're not making it up. And whatever you feel called to or most aligned with, and this, this could be engaging with someone further, or it could be taking a step back from the situation. And here's the thing you will know. So the next time you see an angel number, take a second, close your eyes, put your hand over your heart and your stomach, sit there, listen and say like, what message are you trying to send me? Or write it down in your angel notes and get a little, a little list going. And you'll start to see patterns very quickly because angels work very strategically. They're trying to get your attention. They're trying to work with you. It always reminds me of what is that movie? The one with Matthew McConaughey where he goes to outer space. You'll know what I'm trying to Interstellar, I think. And he comes back and he's like banging like Morse code on the bookshelf, trying to send his daughter messages. I could be completely watching this plot. I watched this movie so long ago, but it just always reminds me of what it would be like to be an angel or a spirit or someone on the other side being like, what can we do to get their attention? Like banging on the bookshelf and like sending her a little like Morse code. Like that's really what our angels are trying to do because especially they know. I talked about this on the last episode with Nicole Marilyn. I highly recommend going and checking out that episode. It's a really good one. But she talks about if you open yourself up to angel numbers and you get curious and just start to play with them, your angels will meet you there. They will send you more messages and they will, they'll really engage with you because they know that's an area that you're like, okay, I feel safe to receive these messages and these signs. And so you can express that. And you have free will to express or accept or engage in whatever signs or messages that you want your angels or God to send you. So just know that um, the more that you kind of dabble or get curious, the more that they will show up for you because they're like, oh, wait, hey, everybody, we've got our attention. She's listening. Okay, send more, (laughs) send more. So that's really how I always feel. I feel like anytime I'm doing readings, the energy is just always so playful and just so happy and lighthearted. And so just know that all of those messages are super, super positive and they're always coming from a place of love and support. So I hope that has answered any questions that you guys have on angel numbers this far. Okay. Speaking of angels and all things angel realm, I did want to go into our group reading sheet and let's pull a little reading information. I'm just going to see, see what you guys have submitted and let's just close my eyes and see who comes up. Okay. This is funny. So I landed on T Tara. She said, I've been seeing the sequence one, two, three, four. And I just told you guys, I've been seeing that too. That's so crazy. A lot lately. And I've seen differing opinions on its definition. I'm holding on to something like I'm on the right path and the projects I'm working on are meant to be. Would this be a good interpretation? Yes, absolutely. I feel like one, two, three. Okay. For me, it means like there is a sequence of events or a flow, right? Like one, two, three, four. It's like, so this is like, I know the next steps. The next steps are showing themselves to me. I'm just going to trust that this path that I'm on is revealing itself to me. And the projects that I am working on are meant to be like, absolutely. So I love that. I just said earlier that I've also been seeing one, two, three, four, and you're seeing it too. So yes, to validate that first part, amazing interpretation. She also said, I'm turning 30 on 321 and I'm really struggling with maintaining a positive outlook. There are milestones I didn't quite hit by the big 30 and I'm struggling to not feel like a failure. I'm starting a new business venture and I really want to focus on that. 
when I think of this new era of life. Every time I see 1 2 1234 or 1123 on the clock, I think to myself, this is a reminder that I'm on the right path and the business I'm about to launch is going to flourish and I can't wait to be in my new successful woman chapter. I hope I'm on the right path. Thank you so much. Love you, AG. Okay, Tara. Oh my gosh, queen. Why do I always want to cry whenever I read y'all's questions? They're just so sweet. I just want you to know that I promise you, first of all, 30 is so young and you are exactly, exactly, exactly where you're meant to be. And these things that you were starting, like, I truly feel like I personally just started my business at age 30. Like I just kind of came out of the spiritual closet and stepped into what I feel like is my real purpose before I was working and doing things. But 30, I really do feel like is, I've said it before and I'll say it again. It's our grounded era. It really is. So I want you to know you are not a failure. You are not even close to a failure. Remember the review I read at the start of this podcast? Like our girl, she found her purpose at 48. Like we can start something and start anew every six months, every year, if we wanted to. And here's the thing. One, I just want to put this in y'all's just ear holes, swish it around, play with it. Let's talk about like failure. I do not believe that failure really exists because every single thing that I have started or failed at has led me to something else that is so much better. So I really want you to start to look like, okay, whatever new business venture I'm starting right now, if something doesn't work out for me, I am in this new, I even just am seeing kind of around your specific situation, like fertile soil, like this really fertile soil of like creativity and bringing in this new energy. Like that one, two, three, four is like the path is unveiling itself to me. So just knowing that like, if something fails, just here we go. We're going to take, take it through the lens of observation. We're going to step back and be like, okay, you know what? I'm thinking I was going to go this way. I'm going to check in with myself. I'm going to see how it feels. Do I want to keep going? Cause my path might actually just be kind of curving me a little bit to the right, a little bit over this way. So just know that these failures right now, especially any of you guys starting a new venture or starting something new in your life, it is amazing. Lean into it because for me, when something failed, I would just be like, okay, I'm just going to check in with myself right here and be like, maybe that's not for me. Or maybe that person's not for me. Or maybe that brand's not for me. Like I would be working with a brand and I got this awesome brand partnership and like it fell through and I'd be like, crap, you know, I'm not making that much money this month or like having that feeling of a failure. But then come to find out like they were doing something shady or the brand wasn't a good alignment with me or, you know, there's so many things. So I just want to always reframe the idea of being a failure, especially if you're in the entrepreneurship, because I really do feel like when we're starting something new, we are stepping into that energy of bravery and we are being encouraged by the universe. And if anything doesn't, you know, work out the way that we're expecting it to, we are just being like, I just want you to think, Oh, my angels are just redirecting me. They're just like helping me out. Like they've got my back. Like they've got me. And so I want you to one, just realize that when you're starting something new, it is going to be successful. And if something doesn't work, you just freaking, you don't even let it, it, we don't even let it bother us. We're like, oops, okay, we're going to go this way now. So one, that's always how I view it. And I know that that is, can be difficult to maintain a positive outlook. And here's the thing. I really always tell people that you don't always have to be positive. I am not always positive, but I am always very, very compassionate with myself. And I think there's a difference in being, you know, like happy go lucky because you don't want to be like, you, well, here's the thing. You don't want to force yourself to feel a certain way, right? Because 
that's, you know, we don't want to force anything. We want to allow things to flow. And so instead I would just say, encourage yourself to be compassionate and be like, you know what? I am going to look for all of the amazing things that I've done by 30 and just know that 30 is so young. There are so many milestones that you were absolutely going to hit. Like there are so many things that I thought I was going to do. And I'm like, holy shit, I'm already 30. Wow. I haven't even, I'm like barely getting started. <laughs> like even, I mean, you know, Austin, he just started a new career at 35, like completely started over his whole entire life's work of the last 12 years of being a coach and then started over. So like this, I feel like we live in a, a time or like an era before the generation was like, they had to find something, find their thing and commit and make it their life's career. And it, it didn't look good to bounce around between jobs. Like that was always my mom's kind of take, but now it's so cool to start your own thing and to start over and to know that like, I'm allowed to, if something fails, I'm allowed to pivot. I'm allowed to do something else. I'm allowed to pick something up to try it and to see if it fits and see if it feels good. And then I'm allowed to do something else. And I feel like this is a message that everyone needs to hear, but I just want you to know that if you are starting this business venture and you're focusing on that and like you're holding that vision for your new era of life, like as soon as I started reading your message, I was just saying like fertile soil fertile soil. Like this is a ground. This is a time for you to flourish and to step into your purpose and your power. And that one, two, three, four interpretation is literally like the, the things that I keep seeing. It's like my path is unveiling itself to me. I'm just trusting in. Like I know this exact path, like one, two, three, four is just this like consecutive movement that's coming and this momentum. So I don't know when you submitted this question. It could have been in here. I know these have been coming in, um, over the last few months, but I know that you are flourishing and thriving. And I am so excited for you. Oh, I realized you said 30 on 321. Okay. Well, happy 30th. It's going to be your best year ever. And I'm so excited for thirties every year. You guys, we just get wiser. I say this all the time. I'm like, I'm only getting better looking. I feel that in my core. I'm like, I'm getting hotter. So I'm proud of you and know that these norm, these feelings are completely normal. and Everyone feels this way, but I am rooting for you. And I have felt those those feelings from time to time, but I genuinely do believe that I'm just getting things more figured out. I'm getting my nervous system more regulated. Like there's so many things that have come with 30 that feel really good. And I know that you're going to be feeling really good. And if you aren't right now, I know that there is really good fertile soil and momentum coming your way. So thank you, Tara, for submitting your question. I'm going to read a question. One more question for the live reading. And this is from Megan Rother. And she said, most meditations do remind most meditations that I do remind me that I am right where I'm supposed to be, but I don't feel hundred percent at home or at peace. How do I know if I'm supposed to push through and stay or make changes, especially when I am not absolutely certain of what I want to do? This is a great question because I oftentimes remind myself I am right where I'm supposed to be, or I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be, but let's kind of break this down because I think this is one that everyone has felt at some point. Like I don't feel hundred percent at home or at peace. So here's the thing. If you are doing a meditation, that says I am exactly where I'm supposed to be. That does not mean that you are not going to be experiencing emotions of discomfort or, of uneasiness, right? Because I think when you hear that st- when you hear that statement, check in with yourself and be like, okay, I'm not actually feeling hundred percent at peace right now or at home. So if you're asking, 
whether I'm supposed to push through and stay or make changes. I can just tell you that if you're like, I don't feel hundred percent at peace or at home right now, that's, that's your body saying we are actually ready to make a change. We're ready for you to do something because we're not feeling at home in this current situation. However, it doesn't mean that even if you don't know exactly what, what is next, it doesn't mean, it just means like whatever you're saying, I am exactly where I am meant to be. That is you tuning into the frequency of I am experiencing whatever I need to experience in this exact moment. Because in this exact moment, my body is going to tell me what I need. So if my body is saying, you know, even though in this moment I am not feeling peace, that's what you're supposed to experience. Because if you felt peaceful all of the time, you wouldn't do the things that your body or your mind or your soul or your angels are trying to encourage you to do. You see what I'm saying? So in a way, it's good when you hear that statement, you're like, oh, how does it actually feel in my body? Because I'm here right now for a moment. I am supposed to be here in this exact moment. It doesn't always mean that moment is going to be blissful or amazing. Sometimes it will be, sometimes it won't be, but that's just a place for us to check in and be like, hmm, okay, I'm not feeling hundred percent at home right now okay, why am I not feeling that way in this moment? Or why am I not feeling a hundred percent at peace? Because my body's trying to communicate something to me because it's all part of this languaging and getting connected to our intuition. So it's like, yes, it's amazing that you're experiencing that. And that is where you're supposed to be because your body needs to experience moments of not feeling at peace or not feeling at home. So that you one, take some action steps to connect with your guides, connect with your intuition, connect with yourself to move through these feelings so that when you are at a place, you're like, wow, I do feel at peace. I do feel at home now. Then you know what it feels like because you've felt the contrast. You felt what it feels like to be on the opposite end of the spectrum. So that's why like, that's my favorite grounding mantra is like, I'm exactly where I'm meant to be. Like I could be in a having an argument with someone or really frustrated or something. And I'm like, I'm exactly where I'm meant to be because this is teaching me to honor my boundaries, to not abandon myself to, you know, whatever, maybe it's to face some underlying emotions that I have pushed down. So even in these moments where we're like, this isn't, this isn't an ideal spot. It is though, because it's still teaching you something in the moment that maybe you have neglected, or maybe is trying to kind of whisper to you. So whenever any, and anybody listening to say that right out loud, I am right where I'm supposed to be, or I'm exactly where I need to be. How does that feel in your body? Do you feel at peace? Do you feel at ease? Do you feel at home? And if not ask yourself, like, why, why do I not feel at home or at peace or at ease? Because that is your body, your mind, your spirit, your soul, your team asking you or sending you signs or emotions or feelings to move into another state or place physically, emotionally, spiritually, one or the other to call on that piece. And so it's just great. It's amazing that you're just taking notice of it. So you're like, Hmm, this isn't quite sitting right. I wonder why that's perfect. That is exactly what we're talking about. Radical transformation happens through the lens of observation. You're just observing the statement, how it feels in the body. And so everybody listening, anytime you say like, I'm exactly where I'm meant to be. And you're like, well, this isn't really where I want to be. That's okay. You have to experience that now. So you can be grateful for when your, whatever current situation you are manifesting takes, comes to fruition and takes place. Then when you're there, you're like, hell yeah, this feels so good. And this is what I've been working towards. And it feels amazing. But every single day, 
leading up to that, you are exactly where you're meant to be because every single moment is guiding you and pushing you along on this journey, right? We have this blueprint. We have this, this kind of role, these themes in our life that we have come in to experience. And so one, experience them, you know, be observational, get curious, see how it feels. And two, be grateful for them because whatever emotion you're experiencing, there is another opposite emotion that exists, right? Because we exist in a world of duality. So maybe it's somewhere we aren't super stoked for right now, but there's going to be a day where you're going to be exactly where you're meant to be and you're going to feel incredible. And every day in between, it's all perfectly planned. And I really, really, truly do believe in divine timing. And, um, but I do think that that is a sign from your body, your mind, your spirit to get moving and feel, you know, I don't have to stay in a place where I don't feel at peace or at ease to, to answer, to get back to your question, take that as a sign to put those steps into a different direction. Because if you didn't experience any emotions other than, you know, happiness and bliss, we would, we would all just stay in the same exact spot. So it's really beautiful. And our emotions are such a gift because they are always communicating information to us. And if we can just allow ourselves to feel into those emotions and to experience them and allow them to wash over us and be like, wow, even if it's a negative emotion, even if you're scared, it's okay. We all get scared. We all feel lonely. We all get angry. It's okay. We don't have to be hard on ourselves. We can just like look at those emotions and say, wow, these emotions are connected to something in my body. They're telling me something or they're teaching me something or they're an indicator of something going on in my life that I just need to take a closer look at. And that's really all it is. When you can see it through, you know, that lens of observation, it really becomes a lot less scary and intense because I do believe that in this life, we are here to do a lot of work on ourselves and to reflect and to introspect and all these things. But I do think that spirituality gets a little bit of a bad rap, like it's really hard and heavy and painful. Like it doesn't have to be. I don't really believe that at all. I think I just take moments where I check in with myself. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to journal on this for like five minutes. I'm going to take a beat. I'm going to sit with it. I'm going to say, why am I feeling this way? What's going on? Connected to something? Is this connected to another event? Is this reminding me of a situation where I have felt, you know, maybe not at peace before. And like, let's, this is coming up again because it just wants to be addressed. So I think that's a really, um, just kind of a good way to approach emotions and feelings in general. It's just something that has always come up for me in the Akashic records. And I wanted to leave you guys with it as well. And just, you know, for the sake of doing a couple of questions, I want to pull an angel card. Just going to go ahead. If you guys haven't already, I have a how to read angel cards or oracle cards course that's live and it's super fun and it shows you how I set intentions, how I clear the deck, asking questions, and um, that's available to you guys as well, along with our intuition activation soul nourishment course, which I am just elated that it's out into the world. Please send me any, any, any feedback or stories. I've already been getting like some really cool testimonies and I'm going to share with you guys. I'm going to let it swirl around, but just so you know, it's only my discount code is only available through September. So if you want to check out the course right now, it's $111 off one, one, one. Everything is linked in the show notes. Okay. Ooh. Okay. The card that I just pulled. If you guys are watching me on YouTube, you can see the card. Yay. It's the trust card leap into the unknown, have faith and move forward and believe that you will fly. 
I'm like, have I read this one before? Did you guys do the hairs again? I don't know. Maybe I just read it for a client this week. I can't remember. Your soul is calling on you to take a courageous leap of faith and launch into the unknown. You know deep down that you cannot stay where you are doing the same things in the same way any longer. You know it is time for a change. It is time to get out of your comfort zone, to expand and to explore. Yet a part of you is hesitating. You feel as if though you're at the edge of a cliff, not fully believing that when you take the leap, your wings will appear and you will soar. You may be putting off what you know you need to do. You may be avoiding things that scare you and making excuses to stay in your comfort zone. This winged horse wants you to know that she is here to support you and it is safe for you to make this change. She reminds you that you have free will and can make this choice. You can give in to fear, stay where you are and never find out what else is out there for you. Or you can have the courage and faith to take a risk. It is time to choose your dreams. Allow yourself to get excited about leaping into the unknown. Let go of control and choose a life of surprise. It is time to throw caution to the wind. Be courageous and trust. When you are brave and take a leap, your wings will appear and you will soar. Ah, love it. Everyone soar. Fly, my little dancing unicorns. Fly. Um, also this was one little message intuitive ping that was sticking out to me when I read the line, you may be putting off what you know you need to do. And just as I was mentioning earlier, the laws of duality, there are things that are, you know, kind of a pendulum of whatever it is that you are avoiding the most right now is the thing that you need to do the most right now. Just let that sink in. Ask yourself, what am I avoiding? What do I not want to do? What do I not want to take responsibility for? What do I, what am I just beating around the old bush? And I hate to call you out like that, but I feel like someone on the podcast needs to hear that message. Cause as soon as I read that line, it like just jumped out in my face. So I'm going to put it out there. And I just want you to know that I promise you once you do the thing, just do it. And I swear everything gets so much easier. You like automatically lighten your load because you're like, Oh, I did the thing. I did the hard thing. Okay. Now the easy things, they, they get so much easier and you just start picking up this momentum. So I promise you do the thing that you're avoiding, do the thing that you've been putting off or you've been, you don't want to look at, or you're scared. I promise you it's never really as scary. Once you do it, you look back and like, huh? Okay. I do things every single day that scare me. And every single time I do it, I'm like, no, oh, that really wasn't that bad. Okay. I got this. Remember, you can do anything. I believe you're going to fly. Spread those wings and fly my little dancing unicorns. I love you guys so, so much. And as always, thank you for coming to class. This is your professor speaking, Anna Grace, at Anna Grace Newell on all platforms. And if you're not already following us on at AG University podcast on Instagram, that's where I'm sharing a lot of readings and all of this information that intuitive messages, all that stuff is over there. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for coming to class. Love you so much. Bye. As always, I just wanted to say thank you so much for tuning in. If you feel so called or if it feels aligned, I would love for you to leave me a review here. I always love reading your beautiful thoughts and messages. And also you can find me at Anna Grace Newell on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. And I will link all of my courses, AG University course curriculum in the show notes, along with if you're interested in booking an Akashic Records reading with me, my scheduling link goes out in my newsletter. It goes out once a month and it's completely free. I would love to have you there. As always, I'm a proud professor and you get an A plus for making it all the way through the end. Love you.